Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. I look forward to sharing my channeled message with you today. And if you love it, please remember to like, share, review, and subscribe. Today, I'm going to talk about three C's, calm, choice, and consistency. If you've been hanging out with me for very long, you know that I talk a lot about calm, choice, and consistency. Frankly, we could add a lot more C's to that. We could add contentment, we could add compassion, conversation. There's a lot, <laughs> right? But I'm going to present to you the idea that calm, choice, and consistency are truly the tenets of life. Now, when this first came to me, when I first heard the word tenets in my head, in my ear, in my soul, I started thinking about, well, two forms of tenants that immediately came to mind. One is tenants, like people who live in a place. This is important. What should be the tenants of our brain, of our life, of our experience? Calm, choice, and consistency. If we let those three things reside within us, we will succeed. Calm, superpower number one, <laughs> right? Take a breath, be calm, recognize everything is a choice. Recognize that if it's happening now, it is for your highest good, even if it's awkward or scary or ugly or messy. Everything unfolds as it should, even when it sucks. What's the second one? Choice. Choice. Choice is a superpower too. It has got the power to shape literally everything, our perception, our experiences, all of it. We can choose to allow calm to preside. We can choose to freak out. We can choose to think differently. We can choose to pause on that highway of our reaction, stop in at Bucky's and look backwards and say, okay, I am reacting in a way that is not calm. I'm reacting in a way that is not worth anything. It will not succeed at anything. We can pause and we can choose to react differently. We can choose in lots of ways. We can choose the people that we hang out with. We can choose the things that we do. To a large extent, we can choose our job. I'm not saying go quit your job, but look, find something else, do something else, get the education, whatever it is, you have choice. People like to argue with me, well, not often, but occasionally, that they don't feel like they have choice. Hmm. Beloved, you may not feel like you have choice, but you do. And it might be a big thing. It might be a big step that you feel powerless against, but you can choose to take tiptoe, tiny little steps. You can take the first step, no matter how small. You do have the power to choose, no matter what. We say you don't have a power, you don't, you're not able to, to choose your family. I'm gonna call bullshit on that too. I believe we choose our family from the clarity of spirit. And certainly once we are old enough to fend for ourselves, we can choose. Maybe you can't choose the people that share your blood, but you can choose the people that share your life, the people that share your thoughts, the people that take up space within your consciousness and experience. And if those people go against, fight against your calm, 
you can choose to either think differently or change those people. You do have the power to choose. You may not have the power to choose your physical appearance. But wait, yeah, you do. You can be healthier. You can run. You can get a haircut. I mean, I guess technically you could get plastic surgery or whatever, but let's not go there. Let's go towards loving yourself. Let's choose to appreciate you. Let's remember that if there were 10 of us at a restaurant, more than likely we would have 10 different meals. Different people like different things. Maybe you're not attracted to you, but someone else will certainly be. Let's choose. The last is consistency. This is really the key. In the past couple of months, I've had several clients mention to me that I have been harping on consistency for years. And when they finally gave in to being consistent, that is when things really started to change. Consistently choose calm. Consistently say your affirmations. Consistently get off your ass and go for a walk. Consistently go to work with a good attitude. Consistently affirm that you are right where you belong and you have the power to choose change if that's what's aligned with your soul. Now, there's also tenants, which is a card chart thing. Well, not card chart, card playing, okay? It's a combination of two high cards where one is two degrees higher than the other or below the other. So this is ranking. Where are we going to rank things? Well, I'm going to say calm ranks number one have to be calm. That's where all the power comes from. If you're not calm, excuse yourself from the room until you are calm. You will not explode if you do not <laughs> attack this right this minute. You must stay calm. You have no choice. All of the power comes from calm. The calm one in the room is heard and respected, period. So I say that comes first. Beneath that, it's tenants. <laughs> I hope I'm using that right. Card players, send me an email. But choice, choice is second. From calm, we can choose. But to choose without calm is useless. If you choose at a state of heightened emotion, you will choose wrong. Right? Don't make decisions when you are overly happy or overly sad. Find calm first. Then we choose. And the third is consistency. Consistently exercise calm. Consistently exercise the power of choice. But you can't do that consistently till you've done it in the first place. So each one really does build on the other. Each one is two degrees higher than the one before. So when spirit whispered in my ear, was it tenants or tenants? Or both? And does it really matter? I don't think so. Perhaps it was to get me to think about the meaning of words. Let's always be sure we do that. Think about the meaning of words. It makes a difference. It makes a difference in how our brain perceives it, even if we don't get it. You might take meaning out based on how you humanly interpret the word, but our brains are much deeper and smarter than that. And they know the true meaning of a word and that's going to affect everything. So we need calm so that we can exercise choice 
consistently and from that place we can be compassionate because compassion does not require us to give in to someone else's needs. It only requires us to respond and react with care, with calm choice. Care. It's another C. When we consistently react with compassion, we become content with life to greater and greater degrees. Contentment is a tapestry after all. People think that that's going to come from their partner. People think that that should come from their children or their job. No, <laughs> small slivers come from things like that. But overall, 90% of contentment is this tapestry woven in that we can only perceive if we are consistently calm. It is every interaction it is focusing on the person who let us in to the traffic instead of wouldn't let us out. It is enjoying the smile of the guy checking us out at the grocery store. <laughs> I mean the checkout, like paying, but you know, both kind of checking out works. It's appreciating the confidence that something like that might give you. That's part of the tapestry too. It's the tapestry of appreciating that and then making the choice not to do anything about it. Everything in life is interwoven. And if there is just one thing that makes it all better, it's not a person or a job or a house or a bank account. It's those three C's. Calm, choice, and consistency. Do you follow me? Calm, choice, and consistency. When I look at what my children have identified as me never losing my cool, <laughs> right? Where does that come from? Calm, choice, and consistency. No matter what's going on, no matter what they've done or what my husband has done or who around me is freaking out, number one is <sighs> calm. It is that recognition of life school right? What do I learn? How do I grow? This is clearly happening for a reason and it is for the good of all of us. It might be 1% my lesson and 99% his, but it's still there. The calm allows us to appreciate. It's like when you quiet your mind and listen to a college professor with the understanding that at any minute he could say something that will make you better at your future career is the appreciating the time of an expert. Something I've really been talking to my parents, my, my parents, actually my parents, like my clients who are parents, but to my children about. If you have the privilege of being in the presence of an expert, whether it is a basketball coach, guitar teacher, a dental hygienist, if you have the power to be in the presence of an expert, listen, listen. Even if you have to weed through a tangled web of words, within there, there might be that one thing that makes a difference, that helps you choose calm, coupled with choice, and executed consistently, leads to compassion and contentment.
I spoke with someone today and she was saying how many people she has helped that were terminally ill, multiple people in her family, her mother, her brother, some uncle. And at the funeral of her brother recently, everyone in the family said that they took great solace in knowing that she would care for them when they were dying. Guess what? She does not want to. She's seen enough. She's done enough. She's given up enough of her own life and her own time and her own calm, her own peace. She doesn't want to do that again. And she said, but that makes me not compassionate. That makes me selfish. Bullshit. Compassion is a goal, but it does not mean that we give ourselves away. Sometimes we must calmly choose to be compassionate to ourselves. Say no. That's not going to be a workable situation for me. No. I need to do X, Y, Z. <laughs> because this is what's right for me. The calm allows us to know that we are coming at this from a place of self-love in a positive way, not selfishness. She's not trying to give the big middle finger to her other brother. She's trying to protect herself, to do what's right for her in her life's school, on her life's journey. She can compassionately say, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. While she compassionately puts her own life experiences first. And the contentment grows stronger with the truth, the realization that if we are doing something for the right reasons, it's okay if it hurts somebody else. It's okay as long as we didn't intend for it to. The universe just might be using us to write the other person's curriculum. Yet another C. It's important that we recognize that behaviors are just the expression of feelings and be feelings are just the expression of needs. And unless it is our young child, it's not our job to meet the needs of others. At most, we can meet them with compassion. We can tell them, you know, I, I'm, I recognize this is a hard time and I'm sorry. I wish that I could do that for you. But I can't. It doesn't matter why we can't. Maybe we just don't have the bandwidth. Maybe we've just given too much. But we can make that decision with confidence when we are calm and we choose. And the more consistently that we practice those behaviors, the easier it gets when the times are hard. I told this woman today, said it's going to be years before someone tries to compel you to set your life down to care for them. Between now and then, practice. Practice consistently choosing what will align you with your highest good, with your calm, and with the purity of your own soul, your life. Create an environment within yourself where that is your reality. That is the way you interact in the world. And then when those difficult moments come, it will be easy for you to make the right choice. 
Someone told me recently that they want to be like me when they grow up. While I appreciate the compliment that was meant to be. Don't be like me. Be like you. <laughs> right? Don't be like me. You can listen. You can take what I have to share with you, but you need to exercise it in your own way. You need to weigh it through your own experiences, through your own regret filter. Those of you new to the podcast, a regret filter is what I ask everyone to run everything through. Ask yourself, will I regret this in a month, in a year, in a decade? If the answer is yes, then you have to do something differently. If the answer is no, then you set yourself free. Whether it is the removal of a toxic person or just simply the choice to not do that thing that you feel obligated to say yes to. I imagine if I <laughs> listen to all of this again, there's a lot more than three C's. But let's revisit the three that we want to be tenants, live-ins, in the apartment of our <laughs> experience, our life, our, our interactions. First, we want to cultivate calm. Calm is the mightiest superpower. From calm, we are capable of all good things. Even if it's something that requires great energy. From calm, we can defend ourselves if we need to. We can fight if we need to. And we will do it with directness. It will be the most effective when we stand calmly two feet on the earth. The second is choice recognizing and exercising your power to choose. We choose the who, what, when, where, and why. We choose. We have to ask ourselves what we can live with, what we are, who we want to be, and the example that we want to set. Beloved, people are watching. We're not doing this to impress them. If anything, we're doing it to be an example. Be an example of the power to say no. Be an example of the power to choose calm, to change your job, to blow up your whole life if you have to. Avoid that when you can. <laughs> and the third one, be consistent. Consistency, beloved, no matter what it is, whether it's consistently redirecting your thoughts, consistently going for a walk, Consistently eating one less cookie. <laughs> Consistency pays off. Be calm. Choose from that place of calm. And practice those things consistently. And you will be contented. You will be contented and therefore less consumed with worldly things. And from that position, your path to awakening will continue to unfold with greater and greater rate, with greater and greater ease. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Hi, beauties. My name is Megan, and I couldn't pass up an opportunity to share who Jennifer Hall really is with all of you. 
Jennifer is a gifted woman who loves to share the tips and tricks of mastering lessons from the universe through real life experiences. When I found Jennifer about two years ago, I did not know what to expect. My past conditioning had me fearing psychics and avoiding them, and that was something I overcame within my first conversation with Jennifer. She has no desire to control you or make decisions for you, but she will tell you what's best for your highest good, and it's up to you to do the work or not. It's very common for people to seek out a psychic to read the future, and sure, it's human nature to want to know what we don't know, to find the certainty in life, but what you actually get through Jennifer is so much deeper than knowing with, with certainty. It's really about how to grow through the uncertainty and embrace the power each of us hold deep within our own sovereignty and untapped gifts. Jennifer has helped me grow through many lessons in life, relationship lessons with my husband of 15 years, my gifted and stubborn children, career lessons that involved overcoming complacency and dealing with difficult bosses, and of course, lessons for my spiritual growth and tapping into and embodying my own authenticity. Her podcast, Lessons from the Universe, is food for the soul. It is channeled wisdom, and it is personal wisdom that she picked up as she learned and grew into who she is today. Jennifer is well known and sought out. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me to provide a referral to her so that she can speak with them and, and they're able to meet her. This podcast makes it possible for people all over the world to receive her messages and receive the love that she pours into the collective. If you aren't a patron today, please consider becoming one and donating as much as $1 per month. If all of her beloved fans donated just $1, it would make an amazing impact on her offerings to the world. I meet with Jennifer monthly, and I'm also a patron because I believe so much in the lessons from the universe, and I have witnessed the beauty in learning and growing, the beauty in overcoming and smashing the many bubbles of conditioning that I succumbed to in my past. I have a new, more powerful story, and a big part of this story is embracing lessons from the universe. Your story will continue to change, and your donations will help many others change their stories across the globe, allowing the story of the collective to change for the best as well. If you love and live through the lessons from the universe as much as I do, like, share, and become a patron, and watch Lessons from the Universe take the rest of the world by surprise in the best ways possible. Sending light and love to all of you. Namaste. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you haven't already, I want to personally invite you to come out and find me on social media and at my webpage, psychicjenniferhall.com. If you are inspired by the podcast and want more content, consider clicking that patron button on Podbean, or you can support the show at paypal.me slash LLC, or by visiting our swag shop at spreadshirt.com. You can find the direct link on my Facebook page and my webpage. If you have questions, consider attending one of my quarterly seminars here in Dallas, or book your own educational session from anywhere in the world using the link that you can find on Facebook or on my webpage. I am sending each of you love, light, clarity, and wisdom. And I want you to know that whether you realize it or not, there's a little brunette with a podcast that's got your back. <laughs>